doula, midwife, obstetrician, nurse, chiropractor, lactation consultant, massage therapist, acupuncturist, photographer, and anyone else who's involved in the modern birthing process. Welcome to the All About Doulaship podcast, where your host, Megan, talks about the business side of the birth world with other practitioners in the field, letting them tell their story, including their successes and failures, bringing us one step closer to being more connected, educated, and supported within our world. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the All About Doulaship podcast. My name is Megan, and I am your host. Um, Today, we are just talking with me. There's no special guest or anything because I just want to do a year-end review where I talk about what um, has happened so far within this podcast, what's currently happening, and where I'd like to go in the future with this. So, let's get started. Um, The first thing that I want to mention is from episode two with Tara Withy. Uh, She said something that I think we all know, but maybe don't quite have a way to put it into words, and I love the way that she said it, was that the purpose of our job is to love our clients through the process, not to make decisions for them, not to do whatever. We are there to love them through the process, and I just super enjoy that. Um, Another thing that I... I don't know if I would call the recommendation from her, but just a way that she, when she was a new doula, um, got business was that she was a vendor at baby shows and held a contest, um, had people enter a contest for her services saying that she would draw one name and that person would win free birth doula services. What she didn't tell them was that everybody won. And I think that's just a a really great way to at least get the word out that you're, you are a doula and um, you have the potential to be hired as a doula and what they are. Um, I just really enjoy that. I haven't done it yet just because I haven't had the time, but I will in the future. <laughs> um, the next thing that I want to mention is from episode number four with Sujata Martin She recommended a website called Science and Sensibility. It's a research blog on pregnancy, which I've really enjoyed um, just because it's a nice, coherent place where it has new information about different aspects of birth, pregnancy, etc. So far, the way that I've used it is... Just as a casual keeping up to date on more relevant information, um, I really do enjoy books, but it takes a while for a book to get published while the blog can, it's a little bit more up to date and may not have as much information as a book on one topic. It has a variety of information and essentially directs you in the way, in in a way that you can find more information for what you're looking for. And I really, I just super enjoy it. It's very nice. It's a great website. Um, The next top recommendation that I wanted to bring about is actually a book that Natasha and Bianca from Bebo Mia recommended. And it's called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I've actually been recommended this book by multiple people from multiple sources, not even relevant to the birth world. Um, 
it's really a book about you being willing, being open to all of the possibilities and how you are more capable than you believe. It's a very inspiring, um, it's just, it's just a great book. Um, I would definitely look into it, especially if you have time for a read. Um, yeah, I would just, I would really look, look into it. My next recommendation that I've pulled are actually tools for the doula business world. Um, we haven't quite come across a lot of tools besides like the soft skills, um, within this podcast, but I'm, these ones I'm describing as like physical things that you can go and use yourself within your business. And this is from episode number eight with Nicole Viereg. Um, she uses Dubsado, which is a client management program. They do emailing and all sorts of stuff. I haven't used it. I've downloaded it, um, or rather used it on my computer. Um, I haven't used it quite to the extent because I'm not fully active in the doula world. I'm not actively searching out births right now. Um, but it's very, very interesting and seems very helpful and easy to use. So I would definitely recommend looking into it if that's something that you think you need. Um, Another tool that she recommended was Waves Financial, which is a phone app for personal and business finances. I already use my banks, but this one seems very diverse. Um, I, If you are looking for something or you need extra help with that, um, I would definitely look into it for sure. It's an easy download. Why not try it if, you, if that's something that you need? Um, my next uh, word of wisdom, I guess it would really be, is from Jennifer Kula in episode 10. She talked about mentors and doula business classes and how she became a successful doula because she realized she had a lack after her um, training as a doula. And this is actually the whole point of the podcast, really, my personal opinion is to help with, um, spreading the information about having a doula business. Um, she took actual business classes and there are a few doula, specifically doula business classes and doula business books that she looked into and, um, did just to help her with beginning as a doula. Um, she also actively looked for mentors so that, you know, they could give her recommendations. And I think that's a very important point, a point in peace that you don't necessarily get within your doula certification process. At least I know I didn't. Um, you guys probably all know my story by now, how I was just left to the wind after my doula certification class. Um, and I hope that it didn't happen to you, but if it did, we are all here. And if you need a mentor, just reach out and we can at least help you figure out how you want to look for one. Um, last but not least from the episodes, um, 
I wanted to talk about a book that was recommended by Sarah Popkivker from episode number 12. She said The Natural Hospital Birth by Cynthia Gabriel was amazing, and it was a practical book, um, kind of in the sense of what to expect when you're expecting. We all know that's not a great book to look at when you're expecting, but it's a practical birth book that you can recommend to your clients or read yourself um, to help people have hospital births in the most natural way, natural in air quotes, um, that they can. And it's just a way to apply the knowledge that everybody says that they should use within the hospital setting. Um, and I enjoy the practicality of that because that's a very helpful thing and it's not easy to figure out. So those are my general, I don't know, top six. I guess I should have picked a better number than that, but that's okay. Um, things that within the last year and a half, two seasons, um, I've really, really pulled from. I All of the episodes were amazing. I could go on forever about them, but I want to give... If you're not going to listen to all of the episodes and you just listen to this one and then make your decision from there, I would, those are my top six. Um, just because they had some very helpful doula business information. Everybody else um, also had really great doula business information and inspiration and all of that. Um, those are just my favorites. So... Now, we're going to talk about what is currently happening within my life and why it seems like I'm late all the time. <laughs> um, so the real, I guess, announcement with this is that I've decided to go back to school and become a midwife. Yay! Whew. With that... Um, just a little background on me. I have a bachelor's in environmental studies. Still really enjoy all of that. I couldn't find a job right out of college and that kind of led me down my path that I'm, I, that I'm on now. Um, but I would like to be able to relocate if we wish. Um, so I'm going to become a certified nurse midwife, which means I have to go to nursing school. And I've kind of been putting it off because I thought that I had to start all over again and go eight years to become a midwife. And I just don't have time for that. <laughs> um, but I found a few programs that actually have an accelerated bachelor's in nursing program um, where you, if you ha already have a bachelor's degree, you can go to school for a year to a year and a half, depending on the program and get your bachelor's in nursing, which is fantastic, because that cuts out three years of, yeah, I believe three years, three to four, of the whole entire nursing program. Um, so I'm actually going to do that. Um, within that, though, so right now, I am, I have been taking my prereqs, my prerequisites for nursing school, so I haven't even technically applied yet because I have to get all of those done before I can get in there. And it's really just refresher courses because they, the way the nursing programs work, 
um, you have to have taken those prerequisites within the last five years. I've been out of college now for four and a half, almost five. Um, so I've had to take like anatomy and micro and I'm going to be taking pathophysiology and et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I was doing this past semester was taking a few of those. Um, my, on a more personal note, I'm also getting married next year. Whoosh. Um, super excited about that, but I'm planning a wedding and my good friend of 21 years is also getting married next summer. So I'm in hers and she's in mine and it's a rally of weddings. <laughs> um, I'm a little exhausted actually just thinking about it, but that's okay. Um, so what's really going to happen in my personal life is I'm taking those prereqs um, until this spring and then I'm taking what essentially amounts to a year off to get married and apply to the nursing schools and be in somebody else's wedding and figure out what we're doing after because where we're relocating to because right now we live in an apartment we'd like to move out of um etc etc so very very busy year coming up um i've also changed my full-time job over to become a CNA because part of the nursing thing is you had to take the CNA course and if I'm taking the CNA course I might as well become a CNA so I've transferred over to nights which is fine um, being a doula and working full-time kind of had me on nights anyways so it's all working out but that's pretty much um, where I'm going personally what I've been doing um, oh yeah, in the meantime, I've also been, um, certifying as a breastfeeding educator and a birth educator because I'd love to let out classes of that. Oh, I probably should take a step back from something, but I don't know what, so <laughs> just going to keep going. Um, but yeah, life is busy and it's good, but it also means that when I have, say, exams or midterms or, um, I don't even know, have been working super hard and then also have exams and midterms and then whatever, uh, it's the reason why I'm sometimes late on releasing a podcast, which actually goes into what I sort of wanted to talk about, um, I am currently looking for assistance. Um, this is all a hobby volunteer base, so sorry, I can't pay anybody. If I could pay somebody, I uh, would definitely be paying myself and somebody else to do the things that I don't like doing. Um, but if any, anybody's interested, please reach out at allaboutdoulishippodcast at gmail.com. Um, any sort of help or ideas or whatever um, would be appreciated. I enjoy feedback and critiques or whatever. Um, but this does go into the future look of where I would like to go with this podcast. Um, you're probably thinking to yourself, Megan, you have so many things on your plate right now. Why are you trying to do things with this podcast as well? And I'm like, well... 
it's because I really enjoy it. And if you're doing things that you enjoy, it's not really work and it's not the type of exhausting that wears you out. It's the type of exhausting that inspires you to keep going. Um, and that, that is what this podcast is to me, along with other things, of course, with the doula world. And, um, I am excited to be a breastfeeding and birth educator. I'm really excited for that. Um, but, um, I've been asking myself how I want to go about, um, expanding this podcast and its listeners and all of that jazz. Um, I only have the basics right now because like I said, super busy, but for right now, my main goals are for this to be an audio resource for everyone. Um, I know it's an auto re audio resource for doulas, birth workers, etc. Um, I'd really like to just expand upon that, not necessarily into, I don't know, crazy topics, um, but just to make sure that all the bases are covered and to have, if somebody is looking for something within the birth world, I want to be able to at least have touched on it. Um, that way... If I don't have the information on it, at least they know where to start. Another goal I have for this podcast is essentially I want to create the most supported change. Um, I want to support other doulas and birth workers so that they can then support more um, women and people within their communities. Um, eventually, I'd love to have this podcast expand out, um, into a informational, educational, um, I don't know, written in-person support group, um, business support, educational support, emotional, mental, physical support, um, essentially just making a change so that everybody can create change within their own worlds. Um, I just really want to be able to say that this podcast has made a difference in somebody's life. Um, even if it's just one person, I want to be able to spread the word on doulas and make a change in the birth world for those birthing mothers. Um, growing the pie, finding your niche, all of that jazz. Um, actually, speaking of that, if you are thinking about trying to, which you should be if you're a new doula, um, finding your niche, there's a really great post um, from Bebo Mia. If you, I'll go ahead and link it in the, in the show notes there. Um, it's really fantastic. It just talks about... Um, who you're specifically going to be advertising to, who you're trying to find, who your ideal client is, um, which everybody has their ideal client and not that client isn't the same for every, everyone, which is why there's always potential. There's always growth potential within the birth world. Um, yeah. And short rant there. Um, but 
I don't know. I just, I see so much in the future for this and I get really, really excited about it. Um, and a little overwhelmed, um, just because I'm being ambitious and it's kind of scary, but that's okay to tell you all. Um, I just hope that everybody else enjoys it as much as I am. But yeah, that's pretty much sums up what I've been doing, what we've gone through so far, and where I would like to go with this. So look forward to the next release on January 15th. Um, I do have to find some more people to talk to. I think with the holidays, everybody's just been super busy. Um, but yeah, I look forward to hearing from you all. So please feel free to reach out if you have a question, comment, critique, whatever. Um, and I hope you all have a great new year. Thanks for sticking with me so far. And that concludes another episode of the All About Doodleship podcast. If you want to know more about me, the podcast, or anything else I do, please visit embracingmothers.com. I'm also on Facebook at Embracing Mothers or at AAD Podcast, so feel free to come say hi. The music you've heard played here is Blue Dragonish by The Underscore Orchestra. Find them at freemusicarchive.com. This episode was published by me and made possible by you, so thank you all for listening and feel free to come join us for the next interview where we get down and dirty into the business of being a birth worker.